founded the company in 2011, New Order. Again, connecting, basically think of it like, think of it like B2B e-commerce. So Nordstrom's can buy and bulk from you know, many different brands or things like that. They've got about 1,000 customers on the platform today, 400,000 uh, merchants. They're flirting with it, call it 16, 17, 18 million bucks in terms of ARR, growing uh, at about doubling year over year, spending anywhere between, or burning anywhere between, call it 200 and 250, 300 grand a month as they look to scale. They've just raised another 15 million bucks, so 40 million raised today. Team of 100 in LA, New York, London, and Australia. 5% revenue churn or single digit revenue churn annually, 110% net revenue retention. In terms of CAC aggressiveness, a dollar and a dollar out. So 12 month payback, healthy growth. Hello everyone, my guest today is Heath Wells. He's a CEO and co-founder of New Order, a B2B e-commerce platform that is revolutionizing the wholesale industry. He's an entrepreneur at heart, starting his first internet-based business at the age of 15 in Australia. And then from 04 to 08, he served as managing director at First Media in Australia, where he and partner led the company to great success across publishing, creative, and digital commerce. Heath, are you ready to take us to the top? Absolutely, mate. Ready to go. Uh, all right, good. So tell us about New Order. What's the company do and is it a SaaS model? Yeah, it's a SaaS model. Um, so New Order is a B2B e-commerce platform. Super simple concept. We essentially take e-commerce and apply it over wholesale. So you have a brand on one side. So let's say Lacoste and you have a retailer on the other side who's the buyer. And that ranges from Nordstrom, Amazon, all the way to the small mom and pop store. Okay. And give me a general sense here. I mean, are you charging both sides of the marketplace or one side? How do you make money? Yeah. So, yeah. So just one side. So brands pay us a subscription fee ranging from around about 12 and a half thousand up to a million. Per, so per month have, or year? Yeah, that's per year. So we have three, you know, very separate cohorts. You have your SMBs, then you have your mid-market and then you have your whales and your enterprise. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm going to force you into an average just because we're limited on time and can't cover all three of them. If, if you look at an average customer, are they paying what, like 100 grand a year or what's a good middle spot? Uh, sub, sub 50, more than 30, probably sub 50. So in that range, okay. you know, we, try not to, we try and look at it, you know, now that we're a little bit further along, you don't just want to look at averages, but yeah, it's between the thirty and fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. Again, this is just for the purpose of the podcast. It sounds like you do have three separate cohorts, which is great. So, call up thirty to fifty grand is a good kind of middle sector space there. And walk me through kind of the timeline here. When did you launch the company? What year? Uh, we actually launched in late twenty eleven, and and full transparency, it's been a bit of a slow burn. The uh, you know the first few years, but. It's one of those things where you have to wait for the tipping point to occur and it has literally been the last 12, 18 months that it's just been all action. And when you parallel that to some of the other e-commerce platforms, you look at Demandware, Hybris, on the B2C side, they all went through a similar journey. So I think you know we were early and really, the B2B e-commerce market has really just picked up this last 12, 18 months. Mm -hmm. And what have you scaled to today in terms of total customers? Yeah, total customers today is 1,000 on the brand side. So a uh, really amazing number. And on the retailer side, it's 400,000. Okay, that's and, great. But yeah. free for them, right? Free for the 400,000. Correct. Yep, that's great. And you just, you just raised additional capital. So how much capital to date have you raised? Yeah, so we just we just announced a, a new raise of fifteen million dollars in growth capital. Um, so it takes our total raise to close to forty million. Um, and you know what what's exciting about this most recent raise, although it's our largest raise, it was actually our quickest. It took you know ninety days from actually first meeting to close. So again, just a proof point that you know the tipping point is here and people are acknowledging it.
Heath all operating capital, or is any of that fifteen going to early shareholders on a sec, kind of a secondary no, no, model? All, all operating. We're you know we're we're in this. We you know when it's when everything is kind of you know unfolding in front of your eyes. It's about game on and 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 really putting it to work on. You know, engineering, customer success, international expansion, sales, and marketing. And how many months of burn will that new fifteen cover for you? How much runway did you buy yourself? Uh, so, to be honest, we can actually turn cash positive. We're we're one of these uh, interesting uh, SaaS companies, which in twenty sixteen we actually turned cash positive and uh, decided to strategically, you know, dip the other way given the, given the market changes and the growth. Um, and so, this can actually, you know. We'll only spend half of it and be able to turn cash positive again. Whether that happens or not, uh, let's talk again in, in you know you know twelve you know twelve eighteen months. Whether that's still the strategy, but you know there's there's no uh, we haven't kind of put that out as hey it's two years of burn. That's not how we I understand. It. You could at any moment go cash positive. I get that and I appreciate that. But you wouldn't raise capital unless you knew where to invest, which would Correct. put you in the red for that's a little bit, right? So before this fifteen million dollar round, were you back at cash flow positive from prior rounds, or were you still burning? We were still burning. So in 2016, we were cash positive and then we've decided to uh, do another small round and went negative again and that's fueled the growth into this one. So, you know, to call it two, three years of burn if you want to really go aggressive. Okay, got it. So what you're happy kind of burning from a cash perspective, like, you know, 150 to 250, you know, thousand bucks a month, something like that? Yeah, and we'll push even harder, you know, depending on the opportunities. And so, you know, it's nice to have a war chest there to be able to, you know, go after, you know, interesting, you know, new business opportunities or, as I mentioned, international markets. So we'll push that a little higher. And what's team size today? Uh, We're approaching 100 people. All in LA? No, we got offices in LA, New York, London, and one person in Australia. Um, and so, uh, you know, we're, we're building out especially New York and, and London at the moment, mm-hmm. but uh, the majority is in LA. And it sounds like you have good scale today, right? I mean, you know, $30,000 ACV is 2500 bucks a month across a thousand customers. That puts you at what, 2.5 million bucks a month in MRR. Is that directionally correct? No, it's, it's slightly less than that. And the reason is you've got to, got to look at it. You can't just say, well, what's the current ACV given that there was a tipping point? And so, you know, we do have a couple of customers, you know, when you look at it, you have a couple of customers at the million dollar level, you have some, you know, in the 500,000, and then there's obviously a, a big portion, you know, in that smaller area. And so, yeah, it's it's definitely double digits, just slightly, you know, less than, than where you are. Have you broken the 2 million a month yet? No. But will, will that happen in the like near future, oh, yeah, you'd yeah, say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like maybe before the end of the year, you got 10, 20 days left. No, not before end of year. Unless unless something magical happens. Okay, good. And then help me understand growth. So if you're kind of flirting with that, we'll call it twenty million bucks in ARR today. Where were you about a year ago? Um, Yeah, so it's it's been a really interesting rise where every quarter on quarter just gets more, and and as we go into 2019, doubling looks like a very clear shot. Okay. So so you know less than double this year. And we'll do double this next year, which we're really excited about because, you know, when you've got well, a hold business- on, let me before you explain it, let me just make sure I understood that correctly. So you said over the past twelve months, uh, less than doubling. So if you're at twenty million bucks in run rate today, you're saying last year you're at maybe like ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen million, something like that. Yeah, less than that. Yep. 
Sorry, less than what? I love, I love how you try and you try and get these people. When I listen to your podcast, I love how you try and corral them. But yeah, less than we were the less than ten million last year. Okay, then that would mean you were more than doubled, not less than double. No, we haven't. We haven't. We haven't doubled yet because we haven't. We're not. We're not at the twenty million mark yet. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Okay, got it. That that makes more sense. Got it. So l- less than ten million run rate a year ago. Where's most of the growth come from? Expanding the the thousand companies you already have on the platform, or adding new logos? Totally. No, it's both. It's both. And so, uh, but new logos is by far and away the lion's share. So um, you know, we really kind of took a, a a prioritization to go after the enterprise. And so adding, you know, big name brands uh, to the roster and that has really driven the growth. But expansion has been really phenomenal. So uh, I know you're going to ask me about churn, things like that. You, know, you, you must listen to the show. I, of course, right? Good. So, well, wait, so Heath, make this easy on me. Just g- give me the numbers you can share. No, I'm not going to make – I don't want to make it easy on you because I'm a, I'm a listener. So that, that would be uh, – <laughs> That would be, we'd lose the game, right? Yeah, yeah. Tell, tell me about the expansion stuff though. Yeah, so expansion, you know, we're, we're well past in, in net churn levels. You know, we're well past 110%. You know, we're positive net churn. And, and You mean, hold on, just to be clear, 110% net revenue retention annually. Correct, correct. Yeah, 100% churn would not be a good thing. No, that would be terrible. So, uh, and so, you know, where, where we are is, is in terms of expansion, it's pretty solid. You know, you could call, you know, 20, 30, something percent of our revenues is coming from there. And then the rest is from, from new business. But the reality is it's mostly greenfield. And so we just, we're just attacking it as hard as we can in the verticals we are in. Okay, Top Tribe, many of you ask me all the time, how did I get my website up so fast, so quickly, and why is it doing so well? The answer is simple. I use HostGator.com to keep the thing cranking along. They've got a 45-day money-back guarantee, which is great. I used their free website builder to get the site up because it's ideal for WordPress. It's just what I use. They've got 4,500 templates and a free e-commerce plugin as well and 24-7 support, which we love, right? We love that. I bug the hell out of them. They always get back to me. So I've got you 30% off along with $100 in free AdWords credit. To grab it, just go to HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. But you got to do it now. Again, HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. So if you've got 30% expansion and 120, 110% net, that means you're churning about 20% of your, of your ARR each uh, year. So it's not, and it's not 30%, it's not 30% expansion. You know, we're in the, we're in the, uh, we're less than that. And we have single digit churn. Annually? So greater than 110% on a net revenue basis. Yeah. yeah I, I, I want to peel back the 110% onion. That's what I'm trying to do here. So on a, on a gross basis, revenue churn is in the single digits you said? Single digits. Okay. Which means, again, you've got to have expansion there of call it at least 15, 20%, something like that, right? right? Yep. That's great. When people do churn, why are they churning? So again, you've got to look at when you're at our size and scale, you have to look at cohorts. And so the SMBs, there is just a natural attrition rate. They go out of business. They wake up one morning. They decided they're not going to wholesale. So that's, that's something that, you know, it doesn't matter what you do, uh, there is just a natural attrition in those. In the enterprise cohort, we haven't lost a customer this year. Mm-hmm. And so it's just small downgrades. Maybe they're 
uh, jettisoning a, uh, a certain division or something like that. And so um, you've got to kind of look at it as the company gets bigger. You can't just look at one segment. You've got to kind of look at across the three. How aggressive are you being in terms of payback period? Yeah, so let's, uh, I, being a listener of the podcast, I hear these payback periods that are three months and then you, you dig into the sales model and it's like, I, I just don't even know how that's possible. And so we're sub- You don't, you don't know what's possible. How people are doing three months pay periods with, with field sales reps, yeah. full-blown marketing, you know, like it just, that, so, so we're pretty diligent about our metrics. You know, when you do a growth round, uh, you have to grow up. And you've got to look at things, you know, with gross margin in there and, and everything. And so, uh, you know, where, where we are is sub 12 months on a payback period. That's great. Okay, good. So you're spending about a dollar and you're getting at least a dollar and AR out of that dollar invested. Exactly. That's great. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll tell you when people tell me, you know, a three month payback, but they have fields. I mean, you know me, I will, I push extremely hard and you, you, you start uncovering all kinds of things. They're just not including like, you know, almost, rarely do they include a gross margin payback, right? Rarely is there a gross margin LTV. So when you start multiplying the 85 or 80% on the back of that, it starts to make things look a little bit more like they should, right? I agree. Yep. Yeah. And, yeah. We, we, and, and I think, look, it's just based on maturity. You know, uh, the reality is when you, when I started this, you just weren't, you're trying to do everything. And so you're not as dialed in, you don't have a CFO and things like that. And so there's probably reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Why? you know, one of the things I look at when people are raising in terms of is who's got the leverage during the raise. And usually the founder has the leverage. If one of two things are true, the, the company's cash flow positive. Or the ARR to funding ratio is above one, meaning ARR is more than what they've raised. So they're doing 20 million bucks in ARR, but they've only raised 15 million bucks. Well, you just did this $15 million raise. So before that, you raised uh, $25 million, but you're sub $25 million in ARR. So right. you're kind of backward there. How did you make sure you had some leverage so you didn't get diluted like crazy in this last round? Okay, so a couple of things. Is that the market is really, really big. So let's let's call a spade a spade. B two B commerce is a huge market that hasn't been tapped yet. And when you look on the B two C side, there's many billion dollar exits. It's not just one, right? And so there's none of that household name on the B two B side. So the opportunities there. Um, people had done the research that we were the leading platform. And so when we were doing this, it was growth was accelerating, but but not. We weren't adding sales rep headcount or doing more marketing. It was just accelerating because the market was moving. And people knew this was going to be a market. It was just a timing issue. And so the, uh, I think whenever you're in a raise, it's a dance. And the reality was that is definitely one of the points that, you know, people would ask, you know, you raise more than ARR and, you know, how do you think about that? But then when they take a look under our actual financials, you know, we were smart about how we place our bets and we're not doing silly things with the cash. And so they'd seen it go into a really robust enterprise product and then you sit back and you go, hang on, that actually makes sense. The investment is worthy. Interesting. Very good, Heath. Let's, uh, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? So hard things, I was going to say that, you know, the Ben Horwitz book, but everyone's saying that on your podcast. So I couldn't do that. So I'm going to say Powerful, just read it by Patty McCord. I don't know if you've read it. It's, you know, she's the talent person. She was the talent person at Netflix. Yeah. It's really good read. 
I have to ask you, Heath, real quick, because I know you listen to the show. People always go, Nathan, how do you get these CEOs to come on? Like, why do they agree to come on the show? I, so I have to ask, it's better just ask you, you know what you're getting into. Why did you agree to come on? Uh, it's interesting because I hear, you know, some of the, uh, like, I think I was listening even on the drive yesterday, the chat from Cabbage. Yep. And Rob. You know, it was, it was, you know, really interesting to kind of hear how he's sizing up the business and, you know, you try and take in as many reference points as you can. I think you've got a, a cross selection of small through to, you know, uh, unicorns like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're, he's, they're interesting. You know, they, they just passed $6 billion in loans to SMBs. The economics are very interesting, but it is fintech. It's a much different model than B2B SaaS. Agree. Agree. Yeah. All right, very good. Uh, number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Yeah, so again, not going to say the normal Elon Musk and the, and the you know, uh, things like that. I'd, I'd like to give you something different is that, you know, as you get older and I get a bit of gray hair, the reality is you think about what this journey is all about. And someone that I look at to a lot is a guy called Rich Roll. He's a uh, author, ultra athlete, so doing massive Ironmans and, and he actually has a podcast as well. But check him out. He's really great about, you know, provides a lot of inspiration to what I do. Rich role. Number three, what billing tool do you guys use? Billing tool? Yep. Uh, we used to uh, use one that I won't name, that I wasn't fond of, and we just moved to NetSuite. NetSuite. Okay, good. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Yeah, so sleep is really important. Uh, I think when you're younger, you wear it as a badge of honor. Uh, the reality is I really try and shoot for between six and seven, and I've got a two-year-old daughter that's sometimes hard because you're balancing, you know, a baby in a business and a baby at home. But the reality is, is it's between six and seven. That's great. And married? Yes. Yeah. Very good. Married, a kiddo. And how old are you, Heath? Uh, 38. 38. Last question. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Uh, I think on a business front, hire great leadership early. I think, you know, when you're small and scrappy, you hope people step into things. And I think, you know, that's sometimes the case, but more often than not, try and hire for the future. On a personal front, probably live life with more gratitude. I think that's probably a lesson that all of us can take away, especially in this holiday period. Guys, there you have it. Live with gratitude, hire smarter earlier. Founded the company in 2011, new order. Again, connecting, basically think of it like, think of it like B2B e-commerce. So Nordstrom's can buy and bulk from you know, many different brands or things like that. They've got about 1,000 customers on the platform today, 400,000 uh, merchants. They're flirting with it, call it 16, 17, 18 million bucks in terms of ARR, growing uh, at about doubling year over year, spending anywhere between, or burning anywhere between, call it 200 and 250, 300 grand a month as they look to scale. They've just raised another 15 million bucks, so 40 million raised today, team of 100 and LA, New York, London, and Australia. 5% revenue churn or single digit revenue churn annually, 110% net revenue retention. In terms of CAC aggressiveness, a dollar and a dollar out. So 12 month payback, healthy growth. Heath, thanks for taking us to the top. Good. Thanks, Nathan.